Welcome everybody to the internet's only, best, superlative, and supreme South Carolina football podcast. I know that's what some of y'all might not, you know, be expecting to hear, but that's too bad because guess who's busting in the door? It's them Harry Cox. Woo! Hunker down. Cox and friends. Cox and friends coming live through your radio. Here to talk only Gamecocks, exclusively Gamecocks, nothing but cocks from head to toe. As always, we are a member of the Cox Business Network, here to bring you this week's Cox News. But first, a message from our patron, Sir Big Spur. Those are definitely chicken noises. He's royalty. He's royalty, so you have to respect him. (laughs) That's... Eh, not royalty, but he has peerage. He's, he's an earl. He's an earl. He's a he's one of them relatable mm-hmm. nobles. Well, he's a sorry. He's a knight. It, that means he gets is, to carry a, is carry Sir a sword. Spur, does he have a seat in the South Carolina legislature? Hey, you know, d- does South Carolina have a legislature? <laughs> um, I think they're still feudal. They they do they do. It's the Barbados we. of the United States. It's more of a parliament. Remember, it's we. We Sorry, are, of I course, meant, meant, this no. is, of course, a South We're Carolina Homer feel. podcast. We we uh, are all from South Carolina, um, and all we all uh, obsess over nothing but the Gamecocks all day long. I had a character prepared and everything, but I knew I couldn't rely on you two. I meant feudal with a D, not futile in the way that we normally talk about South Carolina football. Go Cox. Well, we're, we're talking as if we're South Carolina Carolinians, and they would say feudal. And that's what they would mean, both. That's true. South Carolina actually has 8,000 less words than the rest of the United States. South Carolina, undoubtedly the greenest, most verdant, prosperous, beautiful, intelligent, charismatic, and uh, talented part of a little slice of the country we like to refer to as the SEC East. That is right. The Southeastern Conferences. I I like to call them the Bell Division. Because they get wrong frequently. No, because they're beautiful. That's why. They got cracks in weird places that no one can explain. <laughs> There's also that. I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought there was a palsy thing going on here. <laughs> Sometimes the team just freezes up and you just got to wait it out. Hi, Tennessee. <sighs> the SEC you know East, no of course, reason. the division that South Carolina has won more recently than Tennessee. Look it up. It's true. By several years, as a matter of fact. I just had to put my wine well, that's, glass down I mean, I clenched my fist involuntarily and I thought it might shatter. Because that's Holly was born in Monk's Corner and feels passionately about her native Gamecocks. I think it's great that you didn't tell Holly about the bit that we're doing. The bit no, where you we, did not. What bit? The bit where we decide that this is going to be a South Carolina podcast for the SEC preview. And you oh, didn't the SEC, the SEC East preview. Oh man! Again, Spencer, right, so real fucking bad job here. Tell me a All thing. right, so listener, while they while they hash this out, let's you and I sidebar. Um, so our plan for our annual division preview series was and this. This was Ryan's idea: was we would each week adopt the persona of a different Homer podcast for a specific team within that division. And as you can see, about four minutes in, it's completely off the rails. Um, anyway, we're but we're it, massive South Carolina fans previewing the SEC predict, East. Who could have predicted it would be Spencer that would derail us? So definitely not Spencer. Nope. I was going to nope, go ahead and assign your hometown, your South Carolina hometown to each of you, if you don't mind. That's how prepared Please. I was here. Thank you. Please do. 
Okay, Ryan, uh, given your somewhat urbane wit and, uh, and and yet your ability to speak concisely and get to the point, I would go ahead. I'm going to say that you are from Folly. Yeah, yeah, that's where you're from. You're from Folly Beach outside of Charleston, which, by the way, in case you doubt if there was a single town that summed up the history of South Carolina football, Folly Beach is real close. So congratulations, you're from Folly Beach. I'll take it, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jason, Jason, I, I was thinking that with your fondness for being outside, you'd want to uh, you'd want to be somewhere that was sort of in the great outdoors, but also relatable. I'm going to put you from Hardyville. That's right, Hardyville. Uh, it is uh, in Jasper and Beaufort counties, because, you know, it'll claim two of them. It's the Low go- Country host. It's the city the government can't track. Is there a Hardy's in Hardyville? I'm going to assume there is. Like the the Hardy South uh, Carolina you know, jokes, like you you go through South Carolina, you really do see that many Hardys. It's it, incredible. It probably doubles as the hospital. Like it probably it's Hardyville's probably spelled H A R D E E Ville. Can I can I let you in on a a really dark thing here? Yeah, I guess there is no Hardys in Hardyville, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Actually. Not one. You got to go over to you. You got to go over to Port Wentworth, Georgia to get to the closest one, damn it. <laughs> I'm not going what? to Georgia. Why would I do that? It ain't, beat, it ain't even in To state. beat the dogs, to beat the damn dogs. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to lose a Super Bowl and a um BCS or whatever title game the year apart in the same way. That's what they do over in Georgia, not me. I don't even go I to those games. I am only assigning Hall I am only assigning Holly this uh, this town based strictly on the name because I've never seen a city named this, and I don't think I ever will anywhere else. Holly, your adopted South Carolina town uh, is ninety six South Carolina. What? <laughs> it's ninety six, and can I give you what Wikipedia says about it? Because it makes it so much better. No, thank you. There is much confusion about the name ninety six, and the true origin may never be known. <laughs> 1996 Ain't South Carolina. In, in 1996, South Carolina went six and five. Uh, lost to East Carolina by 16 points, but did beat Clemson. So the year was a success. Yeah, and I, that was I'm also, go ahead that was also and, the year. That uh, was also the year they knew they had future head coach Steve Spurrier. He proved himself. Until then, he wasn't ready for the South Carolina job. But mm-hmm. that year, that year, he showed something—the spark that would later turn into a fire in Columbia. That would later leave in the middle of the night like all fires do i'm not really sure how fireworks i i am sure about fireworks though that's different i know how you set one all you need is one connor shaw greatest quarterback in the history of the sec east connor shaw you take that back about steve taney hill i will kill you <laughs> and dan reeves dan reeves dan- let's Steven Let's not forget Garcia program legend you, Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves, South Carolina quarterback. You heard it fucking here first. Steven Garcia hears and forgives you while polishing his collection of swords from the mall. While I agree that Steven Garcia is the most flammable South Carolina quarterback, that's not for the same reasons. It's a virtue. It's next to cleanliness. It's in the Bible. Flamma- flammability? <laughs> hey, speaking of... Spe- I have a question about um, South Carolina quarterbacks. So since um, future number one NFL draft pick Jake Bentley is now old enough to play the lottery as of 
mm. this month, I think. Are you worried yeah. he's going to leave us for the NBA? Why like, would he need to? Why would well, he need to? Because because the lottery is for people who don't who need luck and not skill. That's what Jake I'm saying. Bentley, he could go to just, the NBA lottery instead yeah, of going to the NFL. No, nah, I mean I think that's that's a place you know for for people who for for sad losers. Frankly, I mean if if the NBA was any good, wouldn't they have a basketball team in South Carolina? They don't. <laughs> they do not. They don't have one in Georgia either. I'm pretty sure. Aren't we the Aren't we the reigning women's basketball champs or something like that? I meant the NBA, but thank you. Hey, by the way, my adopted hometown is Smokes, Smokes, South Carolina. We uh, we recently beat Clemson five times in a row. Um, (laughs) spelling spelling is uh, spelling ain't a strength. It's more about how it feels in your chest when you say it. Smokes. Is there so is there on. an apost is there an apostrophe in smokes? Yeah, uh, you know, there's not really the budget in the city council uh, <laughs> pot for that. We uh, we plan on adding one sometime in the next couple of years. Got to get them speeding tickets up. Only I like to really imagine. Raise. I like to imagine that smokes South Carolina originally had a branding deal with Cool, but Cool ran out of money, and they were like, "Ah, shit. Um, I guess we're just smokes now, unbranded." <laughs> just, just cigarettes. <laughs> if there was a place that was just, I would love to have like the commodity corner of South Carolina, right? Where it was like, what is it? Well, we got smokes. We got uh, beer. Got beers, South Carolina. We got uh, pork bellies. Pork bellies, South Carolina. It's very important. There's got to be a pork belly, South Carolina, somewhere in there. Welcome to Oyster Fork. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Vape Supply, South Carolina. We changed our um, name sometime in 2017. There is a Jason, Kentucky. Jason, which which doomed SEC East rival of uh, our South Carolina Gamecocks, Go Cox, would you like to preview first? Um, let's start with the uh, the Shark Fuckers at Florida, <laughs> who against whom we are five and three mm-hmm. over the last eight games. You want you want to know my fun Florida fact? Um, Debo Samuel, our our sweet wonderful wide receiver whoa, 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 whoa. Th- time out there yeah. is a burns down south carolina birds down burns down <laughs> south carolina yeah it's what happens after smokes smokes is right next to birds i'm sorry can i real quick read the rest of these town names jesus <laughs> fire away fire away then we'll we'll go back cat hole south carolina <laughs> mm-hmm. actually that's it i just wanted to get that one out cat hole okay all right uh, there's also Gator Field, South Carolina, which I assume is in Columbia. That takes us back to the fact that South Carolina owns Florida over the last eight games. We nailed kick it. it. Kick it, we, kick it there, talking about our despised rival. All right, we put, we put the cats in the hole when we beat Clemson five times in a row. <laughs> Tigers, Tigers couldn't make it out of that one. Get your cocks. Debo Samuel played in three games last year. That's it. Do you know what he would have ranked mm-hmm. on Florida's uh, statistically on the Florida roster for, re- for receiving touchdowns last year? Where would he have fallen, having only played three games? First, four, tied for first, tied for first. first. Yeah, three, three well, games of Debo Samuel. The Gators. Three games of Debo Samuel is as good as a full season of any Florida receiver or running back catching the ball. Well, yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, Flor- at this point, the, the Florida Gators are a red roof in with a uh, one of those under new management signs. Like, 
you're still shitty, and everybody knows a murderer used to live there. It doesn't change any of that. Yeah, <laughs> here's the thing. When I when I ask basic questions about your football team is this. Um, do you have established management? No. Do you have a quarterback? No. Do you have at least one side of the ball that is a bankable and 100% supportable kind of competent unit that you can depend on? No. Is your punter coming back? No. So, I don't know. You, you can tell me whatever about development. Th- this year's a layup, man. Just, you know, you're going to miss the first shot. Just get it in the basket eventually and maybe go six and five, seven to four. Just do that. Because I think I think people are sleeping on the fact that uh, they're like, oh, it's Florida. They're talented. <clears throat> <laughs> So are they going seven and four and refusing to play South Carolina? Mm, no, they're going to lose to South Carolina. Well, okay, okay, good. Yeah, so let's let, let let's knock seven. that back. However, you do the math, they're not beating South Carolina. That ain't they need that ain't even me being a Carolina homer. And and trust me, I'm someone who personally ferried uh, three large pizzas and fifty dollars hidden beneath each pizza to Jadevian Clowney in order to get him to go to our institution. Hail Jeff! Hail Jeff! So that's yeah. Florida. Seven and five it is. Also, by the way, can we just point out Florida? Not as evolved as South Carolina, because essentially an alligator is a pre chicken. That's a pre chicken. You didn't yeah, go you didn't evolve. And also has no has no uh rank whatsoever. Far less than Sir. Just Albert. It's just Albert. How <laughs> how common are you? He's not even he's not even like a manager, not even an assistant <laughs> manager. Think about this. You know what part of the alligator you can eat? The ass. That's it. Chicken. You can eat the whole thing. Um, just, I'm gonna present. I'm gonna present a timeline for y'all. All right. This is the first month of the Florida season, and I want to walk you through what I think would be the darkest version. Florida uh, opens the season with Charleston Southern. Let's say they win that game. Good. Everybody feels happy. Florida goes uh, host Kentucky. Okay. The streak stays alive because Kentucky's Kentucky, and you know they 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 will find any way to beat Florida. They are the MacGyver of losing to Florida. You can say, "Hey, here's a three touchdown lead and some bubble gum." They're like, "Whoops, it's a bomb! I blew up my house." Uh, so they get that one. Uh, then they lose to Colorado State at home. Mm. Florida at Tennessee the next week. Mm. Feels like Tennessee's gonna win that game, doesn't it? Sure does. And what does that lead? Yeah. And what, what? And what? And what does that lead into? That's right. Dan Mullen going back to Mississippi State with a two and two Florida team that has only beaten Charleston Southern and barely beaten Kentucky, only because that is one of the immutable laws of the universe. And you don't get credit for inertia. Yeah, there you have it. We're done talking about Florida for the year. Phew. For the whole for the whole year until until it's game week, November. What is it? November tenth. Gamecocks yep. gonna it. take it to them Gators. Got it circled. The Spurrier Bowl winner gets. Well, Dad doesn't care about either of them, so he he won't he won't come see us no matter what. He's still ours. He still loves us. It's fine. Florida was the Old Testament. South Carolina was the New Testament. Ain't nobody talking about the Old Testament. New Testaments where all the good shits at. All the good miracles. <laughs> like the Outback Bowls. <laughs> Old, Old Testament just has a drunk on a boat. Florida. Hey, listen. Hey, who, yeah. Has, have, has has Florida come back 
from down two scores against a Michigan team? Oh no, I don't think so. Nope. Did Saint did they watch Saint Jake just just place benediction upon benediction against that Saint that allegedly Jake. airtight Wolverine defense? No. Saint Jake. <laughs> What's Saint the best Jake? name for a Saint like Saint Jake? Well, granted, yeah. I think Pastor Saint, Pastor Jake Saint mm. Jeff. Saint, I, I think Saint I think Saint Gary is probably the least respected. <laughs> Saint Saint Doug. Gary. Saint Steve. Yeah, Saint Dave is pretty dope though. Like Saint your Dave. name was Saint. Like Saint Dave, they'd be like, guys, hell of a guy. I mean. Praising, but Saint Dave, patron saint of light beer. It's like what? What are his miracles? What? What are his miracles? It was like, oh, he loaned me fifteen bucks. Yeah, no, <laughs> home brewing. He always home brewing. He always has chips. I like, always. I like Al. Al Saint Al Saint Al Saint Al. No. He healed me when I um hurt myself my wrist. at a softball game. Jason, I don't mean to make you self conscious, but Saint Earl. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, a, I'll go for it. I'll go some, for that's it. That's shit I would pray to. I got. I still got time. I can earn that. I mean, Saint Saint Earl probably does some pretty amazing things. They're like, hey, listen, my 1999 Camry station wagon was making some pretty weird noises. Dude waves his hand over the engine. Woo! <laughs> also got two of my warrants cleared. <laughs> he's pretty. All right. He's pretty amazing, man. Spencer, pick the next non-South Carolina team to preview. Um, I will do this via a reader question. Smart. All right, because I, I want to work. I want to work. He doesn't. I he doesn't know in. how people. He doesn't know what podcasts are. He thinks that we spit these out. No, this is an audio book. Every, every <laughs> week, this is an audio book. Every week, so actually, what happens is every week when we release an episode, someone writes down the whole thing and mm-hmm. mails it out to like six people. Yeah. None of them are us. I just want to reiterate that not only did Spencer not tell me about the South Carolina gimmick, he didn't tell me we were doing previews. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good friend and a, and a strong leader. The uh, if if y'all are done, I'd like to get to talking about the Cox. <laughs> I'll just I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Father's Day is coming. No, up. no. Have your fun. Have your fun. I want just to introduce sitting here like Saint Spencer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just me and St. Dave, the patron saint of home brewing. Ugh. Hey. St. Spencer, Spencer is the apostle who slept through the crucifixion. <laughs> That's today? Oh, oh, sh- oh, shit. Oh, damn it. I was playing GTA. What do you mean he's back? He didn't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, hey, geez. Come on. It's only been three days. D- oh. Doubting Thomas and believing Spencer. <laughs> He was risen. He just like moved that boulder and shit. Oh man, that's crazy. The saint of credulous simplicity. That's amazing. I know. I'm the wong of the. I'm the wong of this shit. Like, y'all are going to fight Thanos. Be safe, y'all. You've seen his quads. Of course, he can move that rock. I know. He used to lift. Come on. <laughs> used to. Uh, please, please. From uh, I want to do a longtime South Carolina fan, Jack Peglow, because. Who could be Go on? Cox. Go Cox. A fellow St. Jake fan. May his name be praised. Uh, Jack Peglow says, Missouri will be there. Let me give you the South Carolina fans 
just you know, as as you know, longtime conference veterans, charter members of the SEC, don't look that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. What charter? <laughs> Cable. Mostly those bastards charged me too much for wrestling back in the day. But I stuck it to them. I go into a small family company called Comcast. Um, let me give you a little perspective on Missouri. Or as they like to say it sometimes, Missouri. It's a stupid accent. That's misery. It's 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 Missouri because they're already bored by the end Missouri. of Missouri. Oh, yeah, just make the. <laughs> they're gonna beat all of our teams this season. Yeah, I know they're gonna kick our asses. Just make the push a T noise when you say it. Um, here's the perspective here. Every year, every SEC East team who's been in the conference for a while turns around and plays Missouri and goes, "Well, that's a weird non-conference game." It's gonna take like 20 years to stick before we're really used to it. And I only say that because. Um, as South Carolinians, we had a particularly memorable game against them. Do you recall the 2014 game between the South Carolina Gamecocks and the Missouri Tigers? I, be- I-, I believe it could be summed up with the word clong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the, the, the best part about this game um like like all south carolina does is generally bring south is bring missouri misery and then no one really remembers it afterwards except for missouri right they're like yeah i remember that bitter game where you destroyed us and south carolina's like what no huh but yeah this this is a thriller and remember in the conclusion of a thriller someone is dropped off of a tower or crushed by something heavy and in this case it was mizzou uh, I believe st- like rolling through. Uh, this wasn't 2014. The Klanga game, I believe, was 2013. If we are correct, but this is the one that ends with Mizzou trying to make a field goal to tie at the end of the game and hitting a missing a gimme field goal that made the loudest goddamn clank I have ever heard at a field uh, off a field goal. And he's from Florida, so you know he's heard a lot of clanks. Our kicking game has been the like literally the only good thing. Like again, the only good thing. Again, your team is South Carolina. Can you stick to the bit for one goddamn show? You know what? That, I'm not a horse. That still cut me deep. Damn it. We're breaking the fourth wall, folks. It's like um, <laughs> it's like when you watch a wrestling. Uh, what do they call it? When they when wrestling fans are like, is this a shoot? Which, yeah, which, when you hear a wrestling fan sorry, say that, that means like I think I, I like think I they're actually mad. Even for us, and I'm gonna be quiet now. That would be the. It would be the double OT game in 2013 that ended with the missed clanking field goal that made the loudest noise I have heard on TV off a missed field goal. And then the next year, of course, returning the favor to my dear Gamecocks, who are definitely my team. There you go. Good job. You're you're right though because yeah. Missouri pain does just sort of get lost. In the, in the shuffle of every, they're sort of like the next child who got kidnapped after John Benet Ramsey. Everybody's like, "What was her? What was his name?" Is I don't know. Not really that important. Setting aside that joke for a second, how can you go live with yourself calling it Missouri pain and not Missouri? Because that sounds a little too like Lil John. I want to say. Whatever. Okay. Look like well. a honey bun. How much does That's their Columbia creative. suck compared to ours, huh? 
I would say that yeah, if you were going to compare the two Columbias, by the way, how many of us have actually been to Columbia, Missouri yet for a football game? Any nope. of us? No, nope. you, you can lop off for a football game. I go to PAPM for that shit. <laughs> we'll go to a non-power five go to an exotic non-power five school go to missouri okay, this is i feel bad for bill i'm sorry Bill. yeah sorry bill this is also by the way like in case you doubt like how it's generally gone for missouri uh last year south carolina <laughs> this is this is indicative of our pain as a program cruising to a 31-13 victory confidently over the Missouri Tigers. And then on September 16th, at home, losing 23-13 to South, to who? To who? To whom? I'm from South Carolina as to who? Is that Kentucky? Yeah, yeah. big Kentucky. Just yeah. how we drew it up. Yeah, we'll get there. But Just how we drew it up. Listen, I think we can steer into this. Mizzou, Mizzou is where you go if you want if you want to go to a power five school, but have that group of five feel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> is Mizzou, is Mizzou power seven? <laughs> it's like, it's like a, it's like a refurbished Burger King or something where you're like, wow, they really made this look like a dive bar. Hey, look at this. This is pretty cool. Mizzou's kind of like a food court. Like it's, it, it's not in the sec. It's no longer mm-hmm. in the big 12. It couldn't make it in the big 10. Um, too far from the pac 12 could never go independent like who cares man what do you where are you you have a little of everything and all of nothing is this a mac mall i think it's a mac mall i mean god a mac mall would be so depressing (laughs) like seven people in it But we all have to pretend that we went there all the time oh yeah oh yeah no i i I was there all tuesday night yep definitely terry bowden just vaping outside hot topic that's Jeffy. Call him a mistake. No, no, no. He's a GameStop. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, this is Kansas. Nice. This is a deep cut. There's like 15 people who really like that joke, including Terry Bowden, if he's listening to this. All, all of the Bowdens are at this are at the Mac Mall. Can I tell you that like the majors yeah, that get just in one of those massage chairs? You know, like <laughs> you can talk what you can talk whatever you want about my beloved South Carolina Gamecocks and their football program, but I will say this. Um, academically, at least our majors have relevance in the 21st century. Like if you ask, you know, oh man, what are, what are Mizzou's big things? You're like, oh, well, they got a great journalism program. I'm like, cool. How's your train conductor program? Are you big into telegraphy? Is the phrenology, is the phrenology program hitting? I got a master's in leaded gasoline. Yeah. Like, damn. Wow. Can you, uh, do you want to like, is VHS studies a thing? VCR repair? Web TV. Web TV is all the rage. Everything everything retro is cool. (laughs) Everything comes back around again. Journalism will be big in 20 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Mizzou is going to be the best 6-6 team in college football. Because their schedule sucks. Uh, But So they might be good, and their schedule is going to bury them. So I'm sorry for them ahead of time, but... Again, you're the group of five team in a Power Five conference. Please email uh, Stephen Godfrey for any of your complaints about this topic. I mean, EDSBS. Thank, thank you, thank you, Stephen, for that uh, analysis yeah. on South Carolina. Thank you. That was that was insightful. Can I just tell? Can I can I do say though that they're, they're going to be fun to watch because they can score a zillion points. Like they can score thousands and thousands of points. 
and Drew Locke is Drew Locke is Drew Locke by right now has the title which I think is one of the most cursed in college football. He is the second best quarterback in the SEC. Is there nothing more cursed than being the second best quarterback in the SEC? Because, of he's, course, he's number Saint, one, that's Jake Bentley. St. Jake's understand. Well, yeah, I mean, so Drew Locke has thrown, give or take, 2,800 passes in his SEC career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is, he is like a, a car with 170,000 miles on it. You're like, how is this even still intact? Like, it's impressive, but it's also not necessarily like, yep, let's do a cross-country road trip. St. Jake is more like a Kia Sorento with, I don't know, a cool 22,000 miles. Look how comfortable it is. Look how look how much space it has. We got space for like four touchdowns, maybe five touchdowns in here. That's I mean, crazy, y'all. St. Jake, Jake still has a learner's permit. This is a brand new car. Yeah. By, by the way, just ignore the he evil. He got his license over the summer and you will respect him. He has a very thin mustache now, probably. <laughs> ignore the evil omen of when you look up who is South Carolina's offensive coordinator because the message that you will find there is an error occurred. That, that, ain't, true. that ain't true. They're just not giving away information for free, okay? Yeah, smart. It's, right. uh, it, it, let's not forget Nick Saban comes from the Will Muschamp coaching tree, so all that stuff about... Keeping your keeping your personnel maneuvers <laughs> secret. Learned it from the master. Mm-hmm. Information security. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Harbaugh doesn't want to g- give you a depth chart. Uh, Will Muschamp won't even give you a coaching staff. Okay, who's on it? Maybe nobody. So Maybe we weren't ever here. Smoke say, bomb. Coach, who's who's the head coach this week? Then Will Muschamp just disappears into well, you, the why mist. Don't you, why, why don't you tell me? Why don't you Why don't you tell me, fat boy? Why don't you mind your fucking business? <laughs> Fat boy. <laughs> Fat boy. Why is he still alive? Georgia Mail ain't dead. He's just like, he's just resting. Uh, we we didn't just, deserve him. He's oh, just massing. He's just sitting there massing up like all his sass to like lay down one epic burn in like 2028. Listen, listen. Well, Muschamp is just taking the Jesus approach, okay? Pontius Pilate rolls up. Oh, you're king of Jews. If you say so, man. Hey, hey, I ain't got all the... Listen, all right? I'm head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks. If you say so, we we got no offensive court. Hey, if you say so. Are you I saying deferred- Will Muschamp was Puncho Pilot? <laughs> wow. So we brought up Joe Jamail. I think it's time to pivot to the other UT. Wow. Which Jesus. we will do again via listener question from Jeffrey Melnick on Twitter. Tennessee. This is a prediction. Tennessee reveals Jeremy Pruitt only signed a memorandum of understanding after starting the season 0-6. Tennessee's coaching search. Do not fall for it. It's still ongoing, folks. Also, also, real quick. um, Will Muschamp is 6-0 against Tennessee. 6-0. Holly, though a South Carolina fan, found that fact so appalling she removed her headphones. (laughs) That's even Ryan's more than the five times in a row we beat Clemson. Through my throne headphones. I uh, I also uh, love this fact about Tennessee and about Will Muschamp, right? That that like if you consider everything that can happen this year, and Will Muschamp beats them again, he's he's seven and zero against Tennessee. Go look up any other team right that now, he's undefeated against. Go look it up. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Yeah, this is this is apparently we're having Tennessee footage piped live. What the fuck is happening? Into 
the podcast. The what? what is happening? Are we being hacked? Yeah, just let it roll. It's fine. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I get this it. This is now. this is the charming mountain music, <laughs> commonly known as Rocky Top, an ode to murdering federal agents <laughs> and to, I believe, having sexual relations with mystical mountain creatures. That's the, they never say which half is the half. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. Half bear, other half cat. All the- I'm, Hold on, I listen, which... man. Let's be species fluid. Be um, accepting of. I'm not judging. It's I'm so shrill. That's the, all Kin- I'm doing. the Kin the Kinsey scale is a whole different thing in, in East Tennessee, man. Whole different <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. So remember those questions that we were asking Jesus about. Jesus Christ! Remember those questions that we were asking about uh, Florida, saying, "Do you have a quarterback?" Do you have a change in management? Just, just, just let her finish it at this point. Do you have a solid line on either side of the ball? No. Do you have depth? How's that going to go for you? Also, can I just say this? The funniest part of this entire scenario for me is getting to the question of, well, it's revealed that, you know, like that's a joke when we're going, oh man, it's revealed that he hasn't signed his contract. What makes you think Phil Fulmer won't throw anyone, including his own mother, over the rail in order to stay in power now that he's back? What makes you think Jeremy Pruitt can read and write? He doesn't. I mean, this is the man who didn't know what asparagus was. <laughs> That's not a so, lie. He didn't know what asparagus was. Is that some kind of poker hand? I don't gamble. People think we make shit up. We have never told a lie on this podcast. Well, I mean, we told the lie about how we were going to successfully pretend to be a South Carolina punk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's it's like I'm at a Tennessee game, except there are more than three people here. It's like I'm at a Tennessee game, except Will Muschamp isn't in- winning anything right now. <laughs> well, it's unlike a Tennessee football season and that that song has a high note. I think she's going to kill me. I'm a little worried. Y'all remember that video of Coach Muschamp at Neyland when after uh, after he defeated the Vols the latest time? And he points out in the crowd and he says, it's great to see all these people out here getting disappointed. I love it. <laughs> That's what I think every time I hear that By the that way, song. that was after a 10-7 win. Like, who stunts after a fucking 10-7 win? Go Cox. A, a three-point win. That's not real Muschamp football. How many you want? He was faking. What, hey, where's Butch now? Yeah, that's that's a good question. He's washing cars, baby. <laughs> he's he's washing cars. Can I just state this this schedule sucks? Oh like, yeah. I mean, you open it up, lose. Uh, so t- here's what's gonna happen: Tennessee's gonna start the year losing to their cousins with better guns, West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, then they're going to beat ETSU. They're going to play UTEP entirely too close. They're probably going to win that game. Mm, 13, 12. That is university of Tennessee, El Paso. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, already said, already said they're going to win the Florida game. And do you know why they're going to win the Florida game? Because that's going to make it sting really bad when they lose to Georgia by 58 points. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and after that, it's not really going to matter. I mean, I don't know. What? They'll lose to Bama. They'll lose to South Carolina. They'll lose to Auburn. That's going to be four losses in a row. Couple that with the opening loss to Dubby, and you're looking at uh, three and five heading into Halloween. Hey, look at that. You wore the same costume, Tennessee. Boy, <laughs> you're not getting tired of that, are you? Mm. Can I tell you that? In, you know, usually it's, it's, we look at... usually we bring in Mike Leach. Usually we look at the tail end of that schedule, right? That 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 slide through Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt, and we go, well, that's where you just manage the schedule, right? This year? And yet. Oh, man. No, that looks like the... That's the salt in the wound right there. It's, yeah. Tennessee football, why? Okay. Um, Holly's going to put her headphones on now because as a South Carolina fan, she was so disgusted. Go Cox. Go Cox! At the notion of even discussing Tennessee football that uh, she's going to put her headphones back on because I believe we're going to pivot to whatever team uh, Ryan wants to discuss next. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Kentucky. Okay, let's talk about Kentucky football. I want to take y'all back to October 18th, 1985. This is the day on which the Nintendo Entertainment System is released in North America. I want you to think about what the original Nintendo was like, what Mm -hmm. it looked like, what kind of games it had, what the controller was like. And I want you to think about everything that's happened since then. The Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, the GameCube, the Wii the switch a lot of evolution right yeah since that day when the nintendo the original nintendo was released in north america every school that's currently in the sec east has had at least one nine win or more season except one the kentucky fucking wildcats kentucky is stuck in a pre-nintendo era Kentucky is playing tiddlywinks. Every school, Vanderbilt, has had multiple nine-win seasons. Kentucky never once happened. So whatever your prediction for Kentucky football for this or any year, if it starts with a nine or, God help you, something higher than that, it's wrong. Back it off. Back it significantly off. Six? Maybe. That seems generous. Kentucky, they're always terrible. Oh, in television, ass Kentucky. Sitting there playing Pong while everyone else is playing Mario 64. No, this game's good. This game has, this game's aged much better than you'd think. I actually don't really? think, I don't think Kentucky fans would do that. Like, no, I play Pong. No, 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 no I mean, man. They'll Pong, play the shit Pong, out of some Pong. They'd like Pong. It's a bouncing ball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's basically basketball. Come on. It's fun. It's fundamentals. It teaches you how to pass. Yeah. A basketball, again, not a football. Teaches you how to be a champion. Actually, that's not true. They wouldn't play Pong because Pong involves successful blocking. Is is Mark Stoop Schrodinger's coach at this point? <laughs> yeah, and they're just going to have to keep hiring it because if he goes like 6-6, six and six, it's always like, could be worse. Ah, Jesus, uh, you're on the hot seat and we gave you a three-year extension. I don't know how it's both, but welcome. <laughs> I hate you so much. Please stay. Um, Please that stay. that stat I mentioned, Mark Stoops does have a clause in his contract, at least last time I checked, where if he wins 10 games in a season, he automatically gets two extra years on his contract. Why do you think 
yo, why do you think Kentucky put that clause in the contract? Because they know it won't happen. Because they know it sh- that shit's impossible. Does this mean Kentucky's going to win 11 games this year just because I talked a bunch of shit? Probably. Mark it down, say this, and send it to me later. But until then, go Cox. Yeah, Fuck you know Kentucky. That, you know that scene in Infinity War when, uh, when Star-Lord flips double birds at Thanos and Doctor Strange opens up the portal behind him and he disappears right after hitting him? Like, pew! Fuck you! And then kind of like mm-hmm. disappears. That's if Kentucky wins 10 games. First job. Stoops is out. <laughs> like, gone. Like, I really like hitting Kentucky. Wins 10 games. Takes job at Kent State. <laughs> Just moving <laughs> moving backwards through the alphabet. What is he? He's... <laughs> He's he's a wide receivers coach at Arizona State now. Yeah, he said it was an upgrade. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, from Kent Kent State to Kansas State, leaving like an leaving like an like an undependable character in some sort of heist movie, right? Like, surely you won't disappear on that boat. You're on the boat. <laughs> I trusted <laughs> you. <laughs> that was uh, your fault. <laughs> Well, what he'll 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 really uh he'll he'll pull the Thomas Crown affair and he'll just put uh his bro- he'll put Mike Stoops wearing a similar hat on the sideline and hope nobody notices. Mm, I mean, he's Val- a coach now. You gotta love him. Fell point. Maybe they could just pay Coach Cal to stand there. Everybody else just coaches, and Coach Cal just stands there and looks confident. They're like, I mean, how how, how many games is Kentucky winning this year? They're gonna go one and eleven. One and what's the one? Uh, I was Texas A&M. Well, I was hoping I was hoping you wouldn't ask. Um, I want to remind everyone that we beat Clemson five times in a row recently. Mm-hmm. That's the good mm-hmm. news. The bad mm-hmm. news is we're going to lose to Kentucky. Yet I was going to say, y'all, it's going to be us. It's going to be South Carolina. We're going eleven and one. We'll make the playoff. It keeps us humble. But we we got to lose to Kentucky. It's it's self inflicted adversity. All right. This road this road schedule is weird. Like if if you saw a person travel to all of these places, you put them on a watch list because Kentucky is no, going to I, Louisville. No, I I just assume they. I honestly, I just assume they were very poor. Why would anyone watch Kentucky? They have to go. They have to go to the hate bar, and they got to go to College Station. They got to go to. They get a lot of games at home, but the places they go, they go to Columbia. They go to College Station. They go to Tennessee, and they go to Louisville. Honestly, the best thing about this Kentucky team. Uh, it, the the depth chart's pretty dark, but in terms of the schedule, the schedule's manageable, man. I thought it sucked. No, this is manageable as hell. So there it is, Kentucky, second place in the SEC East hey, behind South Carolina. Um, I I hear what you're saying about it being manageable. On the other hand, it's Kentucky playing all of these games. Hmm. So there's that. the The one constant in the schedule is Kentucky football. You know, I would just go back to this. I respect our opponents. I do, because that's what we do at South Carolina. You can't spell South Carolina without respect. Except Tennessee. We don't respect Tennessee. No, look it up. Look it up. But yeah, there's not there there ain't there ain't much here. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Who who are we previewing next? Um let, let's 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 save a big name for last. Let's knock out Vandy. Mm. Vandy. Uh shares an important distinction with South Carolina. The only other SEC East team currently on a win streak entering the season. Florida lost to Florida State last year. Kentucky lost to Louisville. Missouri, uh, nobody knows. South Carolina, oh boy, did we get that win in the Outback Bowl. 
Tennessee lost to Vanderbilt. Uh, Georgia, mm, yeah, you know what happened. We don't have to tell you. You know what happened. So yeah, Vandy, the only other team entering the season with momentum. But is beating Tennessee worth more than beating Michigan in Tampa? Or uh, where where a college football national champion has been crowned? In ta- you don't just walk into Tampa and beat Michigan. No, there's there's all sorts of like metal detectors and shit. Ryan Nanny, of course, was in the house for that game as a South Carolina fan. He travels to all of South Carolina's bowl games as as a totem of sorts, as a as a paladin. Yeah, a blooming paladin. That's dressed what I was calling myself. Just whatever food item correlates to that bowl game. Um, the state ve- the state vegetable of South Carolina, the deep fried onion. <laughs> um, Vandy. Uh, we've beaten Vandy nine times in a row. Um, has Tennessee? Nope. <laughs> certainly hasn't. Nope. <laughs> has Florida? Nope. Has Tennessee... I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Georgia hasn't at this point. That's tr- that's true. Do we have the longest? Yeah, huh. We might have the longest streak in the whole SEC East against Vanderbilt. <laughs> Hang a banner. You know what? Hang I'm, a just, banner. I'm just going to book that. I'm just going to say it's true. It's true. If if it's wrong again, Stephen Godfrey at EDSBS. At a large Vandy fan. That man loves Vandy. Actually, ask it. He's doing a Reddit uh, AMA, so ask him on that. Ask him why, uh, why we're getting Vandy facts wrong. He is responsible. He produces this podcast, so any issues you have with it. And by this podcast, I do mean, again, Cox and Friends. Welcome to uh, Cox and Friends. Or the, only, the only South Carolina Gamecocks podcast that you're listening to right now. Our, our producer is a Vandy fan. His name's Stephen Gottfried. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm, massive one. You should see him in a pair of khakis. Mm. Why, do you think, why do you think he lives in Nashville? Wants to be close to all that action. All that caction. <laughs> Do we um, um, do we bother yeah, but, predicting but, a record for Vandy? Uh, five, five and seven. Okay. I don't know. I mean, okay. is anybody is anybody going to be happy? Like, I don't think anybody's going to be real like happy with five and seven. I don't think they're going to be that. Like, what's a realistic expectation for this Vandy team? They're returning starters, Midland. In terms of experience, it's not too bad. Uh, five and seven, and the only Ivy you got into was Brown. How about that? Ooh, you bitch. <laughs> that is nasty as hell. Why don't you say that about somebody? <laughs> Why don't you just go ahead and say it? Oh, you're going to major in semiotics. That's that's cruel. Why are you going to do that? I, you got to know where to stick the it's knife. It's like the, fuck, why don't you just go to Warren Wilson? Good God. I do hope I do hope Vandy fans decide to pull a Georgia and spend a shitload of money to go to this Notre Dame game week three. <laughs> I hope I hope it's just a like massive but kind of quiet. Can you imagine? <laughs> like there are seventy thousand Vandy fans in South Bend. And meanwhile, Vanderbilt officials are like, we can't even get that for a home game. What the they fuck? They just literally happened? can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's actually Georgia fans who just still had accidentally bought tickets. Georgia I, I fans will put, never, never made it back home. I'll make this bold prediction about Vandy. I think they go six and six this year by virtue of improving one game in conference. They win 
two conference games. This is a it's a one in seven team in conference. I think, boys, I'm just gonna go out there. I think they can steal another game. All right, because they've got Tennessee on the schedule. That's probably one. gonna win that because Tennessee is in full rebuild, mm-hmm. right? To the studs. I, the trickiest game for them in terms of getting to six wins is beating MTSU. MTSU is not an easy get for them and never has been. If you look at FCS, up or not FCS, but if you look at non-Power 5 upsets of like like the SEC, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt accounts for like three of them and they're all against Middle Tennessee. And that's week one. That, that's uh, Let's see. That's week one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And it's it's a home game, but there will probably be a lot of MTSU fans there. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, just like Vandy fans. Vandy fans <laughs> will be in South Bend. MTSU fans will be in Nashville. It's this, everyone's, it's it's a rotation. That Vanderbilt-Notre yeah. Dame game, by the way, this is our widest football game, right? Just to, like the caucasity, the sheer. Mm-hmm. There will not be a starchier, more Caucasian game in terms of who would be paying attention to it and watching it than the Vanderbilt Notre Dame game. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be a lot like mass. Like it'll <laughs> it's only gonna matter for about an hour. You're gonna know exactly what happens. Uh you'll have a little bit of wine, but not enough. And then, you know, you'll come back you'll leave and not really think that you're any better or worse for it. But at least it wasn't longer than an hour. Hey, it's all about it's all about the khaki bowl on November seventeenth against Ole Miss. God, the the Deep South's most annoying cross <laughs> division rivalry. Why is this a thing? You know um, who's got a really great cross division rivalry? Mm, I bet our next that team. Would, that would be South Carolina's with Texas A and M. Our lifelong rivals, and well, actually, actually, the 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 most Texas thing is to say they're not they're not actually our rivals. So I will declare that the Aggies are not actually our rivals, and that is not because we've yet to beat them. No, we we don't care to beat them. We well, don't even just, care. It's just sad because you know they see South Carolina get Texas head coach in waiting, Will Muschamp, and they panic. And they throw a shitload of money at Jimbo because it's constant arms rates with South Carolina, the Texas Longhorns of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. We can't let Jimbo split a beach house with this ruffian. That's what they're saying. This man of the people. This are they blue still collar doing that warrior. Shit? Are, they, are they still doing that goddamn shit? You know what? I, I, I assume that they're just going to do that for the rest. Like That sounds like a really dumb idea for two men who make this much money. So yes. I bet that's also also it was one thing when Jimbo was like, I'm a family man and we share a beach house. But now it's like, hey, brother, it's my weekend. You know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't want to share a beach house with this Jimbo. You don't. (laughs) Do you think Jimbo has no idea about the exchange rates? He thinks 75 million is like $60,000 a year. Like. Like he he actually thinks he has to save money. Like he lives that lifestyle. Like he's 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 subletting an apartment somewhere. L- like he thinks he makes pesos or something. Mm. Right. He's getting paid in Vietnamese dong. Not gonna touch that one. 
Welcome to Cox and Friends. Welcome to Cox and Friends. Go Cox. This was our Texas A&M segment. Um, we don't talk about them because they're not our rivals. Not Mainly rival. we're trying to avoid lawsuits because every time you talk about Texas A&M, you get, you get sued. Also, brisket sucks. I said that in character. In Listen, character, not as Jason Kirk. Don't don't tweet at me about that. God. Um, um hey, we gotta talk about we gotta talk fuck, we gotta talk about Georgia. Why? Why? Because they won one game in the Rose Bowl? Congratulations, you're UCLA in a bad year. Wow, you beat Oklahoma Damn. in something. That that like that <laughs> that basically puts you on par with erosion. Wow, you outscored <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, wow, you outscored Oklahoma. Right, things that have also beaten Oklahoma. Uh, let's see, the 21st century erosion, uh, basic economic principles. Yeah, the Indiana Pacers probably. It looks like fleeced you. So. Clemson did, and we beat Clemson five times in a row. Look at that! Look at that! Beat Clemson five times in a row. One, two, three, four, five. Go Cocks. So um, here's I have a Georgia question for you. Which yeah. was your favorite time that we pretty much knocked them out of the national title game? Ooh. Was it 2007? Everyone forgets. Georgia had the uh, the more famous loss later in the year, but Steve Spurrier, of course, caught him early on. Uh, ugly, it was like 16 to 13 or something like that. There was also 2012. When the dogs um, nearly got a shot against Notre Dame, but they got obliterated by South Carolina earlier in the year. Everyone forgets that too. Um, Nineteen fifty-nine. Can I, can I take? Can I take two thousand four? Uh, or, or sorry, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I'll put it on the list. Uh, this is this is where uh, South Carolina beats then number six Georgia thirty-eight thirty-five. Um, you know. Because why should why should Georgia have nice things? Isn't it nicer though if you're a Georgia fan just to lose to South Carolina and not have to worry about blowing a lead in the national championship? Like it, think about all the pain that we spared you indirectly for so long. My my personal favorite, by the way, is the uh, is the Gamecocks forty five forty two win in two thousand eleven, following mm-hmm. Georgia's loss to Boise State, where they said, "Well, you know, that's just some out of conference bullshit." We're just going to get in here, the SEC, and we're going to rock this thing. And then and then we ran a fake punt with Melvin Ingram, who, to be fair, I can understand how you could lose him in a formation. He's only 6'5", 270 pounds. Is this the same, is this the same fake punt where uh, Harry Dog ends up surrender cobra, surrendering yes! cobra Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That's shape-shifting, and that's against the Lord. <laughs> That's true. I'm man. sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm a simple Christian man who doesn't think that dogs should be snakes. Saint <laughs> Ryan here with uh, with with if your if your dog is doing witchcraft, um, I also want to want to point out 2000, the year 2000. We we tricked the dogs into thinking 13 points would be sufficient to win any SEC East game. It wasn't dummies. Um, also 1946, they failed to play us and that tanked their strength of schedule. Also 2017, because Nick Saban is a member of the Will Muschamp coaching tree. Um, the list goes on and on and on. I'm glad Georgia plays us because otherwise they'd have like seven national titles. I mean, here's, here's all you have to know. In his career at Georgia, Kirby Smart has yet to beat any opponent three times in a row. Not once. So, so how could it possibly happen against our Gamecocks? It won't. Go Cox. There you have it. Yeah. 
I do. I do also. I do also admire the. Uh, I do also admire that 2012 game. 2012's choice. That's good. Yeah. Um, before we before we let let the folks go, I did have a few a few a few Cox and Friends regular business reminders. Um, as always, follow and subscribe to our whatever the things and um, you know, I'm just saying normal podcast stuff like yeah, yeah, every yeah, podcast, yeah. like we yeah. never say on ours when we're in actual normal mode. You know, mm-hmm. yep. Got a live mm-hmm. show at the Arby's in Monk's Corner. Yeah, it's coming uh, up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to our social channels because we'll be having a. Uh, a live show at you'll ha- you'll never know which Hardee's until, <laughs> until the time is right. Um, never forget Sunshine from Remember the Titans was a Gamecock in real life. Never forget Young Jeezy is from Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, never forget Sandstorm was the number one single in Norway and Canada. Never forget that Dan Reeves is a South Carolina legend and therefore the Atlanta Falcons belong to uh, the state of South Carolina and not Georgia. Also, never forget the Gamecocks won the ACC more than a decade before Danny Ford got around to it. Oof. Yeah, that's true. Also, what's our, uh, yeah. I do want to go back to this. Reasons that Georgia ain't shit. You mm-hmm. should know. One more reason Georgia ain't shit. Our, our quarterback, he's a Jake who lets you know what's up. He's Jake Bentley, right? Jake? He's Jake from. Jake from where? I don't know. That's parts unknown. That's somebody who's not being up front with you. More like Jake, too, the way Kirby runs off quarterbacks. That's right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it, but that was that was a sick burn. This is this. Hey, listen, man. On Cox and Friends, we just let it roll. OK, we're not like traditional South Carolina media. All right. <laughs> traditional Cox media, which which I can name several iterations of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, we, we definitely know all those all those guys that we see at uh, Coach Mushjam's prayer breakfasts. Man, the the dirt we have on all the rest of South Carolina media—they hate us. Can I can I tell you can I tell you my favorite thing? Uh, Coach has been doing this this off season. Mm. His his latest motivational thing. It's called Mercuryless Mondays. Okay. Wow. What he does, he has a team uh, run a mile. Before that, he takes their te- he takes everybody's temperature, and then, you know, just to see like how are we starting. And they go run a mile, comes back, takes everybody te- everybody's temperature again. And you think like, oh, the goal here is to show like the collective energy that you can output as a team when you work together. But no, because then he snaps the thermometers and he makes you drink all the mercury because that's your energy, and you will not let the thermometer take it. Mercuryless Mondays. I think it's great. I love Coach. Can I tell you another thing that I really like about Coach? Mm-hmm. And that he's done this off season. Uh, guess who he? Um, guess who he talked with about offense? Just had a little talk with them. New. Greg I'll give Shiano. you a clue. New coach in the SEC. Not same division, but new coach in the SEC. Greg Schiano. Yeah, that is correct. No, no, Chad Morris. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the conversation I imagine. You know, in my head, since I'm just writing Will Muschamp fan fiction all the time as a Gamecock fan, is this, that it was Chad Morris going, yeah, so first of all, we run a no huddle. Will Muschamp's like, I hate you. I I actually assumed that he walked up, saw a coach in a Arkansas pullover and was like, well, shit, Bert, you lost weight. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) Looking lean. You scarcely look like the same human. (laughs) You P90Xing? Could be like I'm Chad 
Will goes, so aren't we all? So, <laughs> just everything Chad Moore has said about offense or anything, Will Muschamp's like, I hate that. Go on. We also do this. God, that's bullshit. <laughs> Go on. So, we like to score as many points as possible. Get, get the listen, fuck out listen, of my conference. Listen, listen, listen. I know, I know that the, the rabid South Carolina fans that listen to this podcast, and we, we love y'all, Coxheads. We love y'all. Coxons? Coxons. Let's go with Coxons. Um, they, they've they heard this story over and over again. Oh, we're getting new offensive coordinator. Oh, it's going to be different this time. But here's the thing. This is the year that it will. This is the year that we go up-tempo and multiple, and we get the ball to guys in space. Okay? This is the year that we focus on efficiency and keeping the opponent off balance. This is the year all of those things happen. Because we're due. And that's why, what did we say? South Carolina's going 11-1? and 11-1. I mean, listen, that loss on the road to Kentucky, it's going to hurt. But um, it's going to give us the fuel we need to be motivated. Think about how many NASA rockets blew up before they got to the moon. That was just fuel for motivation, too. Yes, some astronauts died. Yes, some animals died as well. But the important thing was they got to the moon 11-1. and And you know who didn't? Clemson. Clemson's not on the moon. Clemson's just got some dumb lake. Can I remind no, you of one more thing? No lakes on the moon. There are no There's lakes no on the moon. Clemson's not on the moon. That's right. And you know what animal they sent into space? Didn't make it because they lacked the ability to finish the drill. Laika. That's a dog. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's a dog coming in second to re-entry. Roof, roof. I just won the Rose Bowl. Roof, roof. Oh, it's not over. Roof, roof. <laughs> Uh, also, real quick, shout out to Garnet and BlackAttack.com, SB Nation's wonderful South Carolina blog, which reminded us to uh, praise Jake Bentley a lot, which we would have done anyway. Same Jake. It's the Jake you can trust. Remember, there's a movie called The Two Jakes, and it's bullshit because there's only one. Jake Busey? God damn it, Ryan. <laughs>